digital marketing, if you will, internet marketing is about strategies that help promote your business and your brand and connect you directly with your customer. Honestly, this is about providing content online that your customers can find and can use to learn about you or use to gain information about things that are important to them. In today's episode, I get the opportunity to actually share with you part of a presentation that I did for Indial University about digital sales strategy. In this short episode, we talk about what is digital sales, why digital sales and marketing is important, especially right now. And then we talk a little bit about switching your mindset. This is actually a two-part series and part two will air next week. So be sure that you tune in for both parts of the digital sales strategy. Thanks for joining us today. And I appreciate you being the best part of our community. The Trend Report is proudly sponsored by Indeal University. Indeal's exclusive platform for education and learning within the commercial interiors industry. Offering live and on-demand courses to support the growth of your employees and the growth of your business. To learn more about Indeal U, please visit their website at learning.indeal.org. I'm Sid Meadows, and I'm a certified professional coach, and my focus is on high performance and growth and helping my clients move into action. I'm a personal and professional development junkie, an avid podcast listener and reader. My passion is all things contract interiors. In this podcast, I'm going to provide you with information, education, ideas, and tools to help you in your personal life, your business, and our industry. So let's have some fun and welcome to the Trend Report Podcast. Digital marketing, if you will, internet marketing is about strategies that help promote your business and your brand and connect you directly with your customer. Honestly, this is about providing content online that your customers can find and can use to learn about you or use to gain information about things that are important to them. Because what you're really doing with content should be providing answers, ideas, information, other resources that are unique to you, your business. And especially if it's something that you do that maybe your competitors don't do, you certainly want to be sharing that online with your customers. The other thing that this does is it makes your brand readily available and easy to find for all of your audiences. And yes, we have multiple audiences. And I want to underscore something here about brand. It's not just your company's brand. It's also your brand because you have a brand, whether you're a seller, an owner, a designer, whatever role that you play, you do have a personal brand. And if we saw anything in the last 12 to 18 months that was highlighted a lot was personal branding. So when we think about content, you know, content can be overwhelming and I could probably fill three slides with the types of content that you could be doing, but I wanted to boil it down into some very basic types of content. The first is writing. This is really one of the most powerful types of content. And these can be blogs, articles, opinion pieces, case studies, and they don't have to be long and complex. But the nice thing about writing is that writing gives you the opportunity to actually take one piece of content 
and then break it up into multiple pieces of content. So you write one article and from that article, you pull five quotes. And from those quotes, you maybe put those on a card somewhere and you post those on social media. It also allows you to maybe reference statistics and things of that nature. So there's a lot that can be done with writing. Then there's videos, which is my favorite imagery, which are the things like you see on Instagram. We've got infographics like you see here on this slide that are sharing research. And it doesn't have to be research that you did. It could actually be research that maybe a design firm did or some other thought leadership organization inside or outside of our industry because there's a lot of people talking about the workplace and the future of the workplace. And there are a lot of statistics that you could take and turn into an infograph. And then there's a ton of other useful information that I know that you have that you can turn into content to share. Now, when we think about digital marketing content, there are really three main areas that you want to really try to focus on in building a digital platform. The first is SEO. Now, let me be clear. I am not an expert on SEO and SEO is the long game. It takes a while to get SEO up and moving. And if you don't know the acronym, as it says here, that's search engine optimization. And this is all about Google going out and crawling out the websites of the world, looking at various different social platforms and gathering information and showing it to people in Google searches. This is keyword focus. So you got to be very intent about the keywords that you're using. And honestly, I would recommend that you hire an expert to help you with optimizing your website and other things to support SEO. Now, the next is probably the most common that almost all of us know and use, which is social media. Obviously, there are tools like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, one of my favorites, Clubhouse, and the list goes on and on. I swear there's 10 more that I didn't even list here that I'm not involved in. But we know that social media has a great opportunity to highlight you as a brand, your organization, the solutions that you provide, and the products that you sell. And then the last is PPC, commonly known as pay-per-click. And we've all experienced this. This is when you're scrolling through social media and you see an ad pop up. I swear, I think some of this is intuitive. A lot of it is based on you Googling, hey, I need a new wallet. And then you go to your Instagram account. And up comes ads for wallets. I know we've all experienced that, but I swear sometimes I think about something and the next thing I know, it's actually on my newsfeed somewhere. So I think they're they're listening inside my brain. But PPC is a really effective strategy. And that's where that advertising retargeting comes in. And it is something that is important in the concept of digital marketing. But let's talk about why digital marketing now. I mean, what is it about now that you need? And the, one of the reasons that I would tell you the most is because it's noisy out there. The world is noisy and we need to help you stand out both personally and in business and really build your brand awareness and loyalty with your customers. We need to build trust with your brand. And then we need to engage both current and future customers Getting customers to you today is one of the single most important things that we all need to be doing because as we know in our industry, we always need to be looking for new opportunities and new business. So what is awareness and loyalty? Well, really the overarching goal of digital marketing in and of itself is exposure, right? And so awareness simply means being active online and keeping fresh, new 
content, top of mind, that's positively impacting your customer's likeliness to purchase from your brand, right? It's about driving awareness of your brand. Now, I want to share some statistics with you that I think are pretty important as it relates to awareness directly correlated to selling. 51% of buyers say that they use Google to research a purchase that, um, that they are about to make. So I'm curious. I wish I could see all of you. So I'd ask this question to show me a raise of hand. How many of you have Googled something that uh, you were about to go buy or you were considering buying? Maybe a new television, a microwave, a refrigerator, a piece of property. We use Google as a research tool and our customers do too. Now, 60% of Instagram users say they discover and buy products that they saw on the app. I'm guilty. Are you guilty of that too? I can tell you that there is not a member of my household, including my two children and my wife, that have not bought something that they saw on Instagram. It's a great way to showcase products and to get people to engage with your brand and click that buy or learn more button. Now, LinkedIn recently shared with us in the research study that they did that 78% of salespeople, this is B2B salespeople, engaged in social selling are actually outselling their peers who are not social selling. If you're a salesperson or a sales leader watching this right now, that statistic alone is one of the reasons, actually should be the reason that you get engaged in digital marketing. Again, this was about awareness and loyalty. And I want to give you a perfect example. I think we all know who Adobe is. We probably all have an Adobe app somewhere on our desktop or our laptop or on our phone for that matter. They recently conducted a study and that from that study, what they learned was that simply by seeing Adobe's content on their screens regularly, users were 50% more likely to see the brand as an industry leader and as a trustworthy brand, which then leads us to our next topic, which is brand trust. You know, trusting your brand means customers see and that they believe your marketing is authentic. You have no hidden motives and that they trust your research, your content, and your products. So this is about building trust where they believe in you. So some of the questions, and we've all experienced this, right? Where somebody throws out something that we don't believe or it's too good to be true, or they pitch these all these great things about this product and we buy the product and it fails miserably. So when you're building brand trust, some of the questions you have to ask yourself are, is your product as good as you say it is? Does your content provide the value that you promise? Are you really giving the value to your customers with the content that you're producing? And then did I learn something from you and from your brand? Did I, what did you teach me, if you will, as you were sharing your content? And I think that's so important to educate the consumers about who we are and what we do. Now, whether it's through blogs, relevant content, or sharing of others' relevant content, 80% of buyers trust brands that provide thought leadership. And the top of this pyramid is thought leadership, and that's really what we should be focusing on. Now, the next thing leads us to customer engagement, right? And this is meeting and engaging with our customers where they are and our potential customers. And when I say customers, I'm talking about current, former, future, and influencers, okay? So I'm talking about the A&D community as well. So where are they? 
but just where you are and where everybody else is, they're on the internet. I would encourage you to Google a minute on the internet and see the graph that comes up about the activity that happens in one minute on the internet. They're also in Google searches. I'm curious, again, I'd love to see your hands to know how many of you have actually done a Google search today. And I'd actually probably start out, how many of you have done more than five Google searches today? Because it's a tool that we use on a regular basis. Almost anytime we're looking for something, that's where we go. And a lot of times when we ask friends and colleagues questions, their first response to us is, well, have you Googled it? We've all experienced that as well, right? And then where else are our customers hanging out? They're hanging out on social media platforms. And the interesting thing here is that 78% of consumers prefer to be engaged with you and your brand on multiple platforms. So that, that platform could be not just social media. It could also be places like Google and running ads on Google. So we looked at some of those benefits of what it does to build brand loyalty, awareness, trust, and engagement by doing digital marketing strategies. Now I want to talk to you about switching your mindset. As a high-performance coach, mindset is one of the things that I spend a lot of time talking about, and I'm going to encourage you and to a degree challenge you to change your mindset around something. So Trevor, I think we have a poll here right now. Can you bring up the poll, please, sir? So I want to know, is traditional cold calling in our industry dead? Simple yes or no. Oh, this is interesting. About 50% of you have voted. Oh, this is really interesting. Got about 90. All right, 100% of you have voted. Okay, this is really, really interesting. So 63% of you say that traditional cold calling in our industry is not dead. But yet 38% of you say it is dead. So I'm actually going to agree with those of you that said it's dead because we have a lot of challenges in our industry and I want you to switch your mindset and I'm going to tell you why, okay? We have a tremendous amount of challenges that are facing our industry right now. And I am 100% on board with the fact that traditional cold calling in our industry is dead. Now, I might be a little bit old school and thinking about what cold calling is, but think about pre-pandemic when we used to be out and about and you'd grab your in-deal books and you'd head off down the road and you'd pull into a parking lot of a multi-story building and you'd get out and you'd start walking that complex, passing out business cards, handing out catalogs and asking for the contact of the person who's responsible for the furniture purchase. That, my friends, is dead. You're not going to be able to do that anymore. You're going to have to have an appointment to get in to see anybody. And I also am going to argue the point that I think cold emailing is dead. When you think about emailing, the statistics prove that it takes up to eight emails to reach a customer or a potential customer. And that means them just opening it. Okay, That doesn't mean they're engaging with it, but that means just opening it. And again, I'd love to see your hands on this. How many of you get more than five cold emails in a day? I probably get 10 to 15. And what do I do with them? I just delete them. Just like what most of you do is you delete cold emails. They just don't work. They are important, but they don't work. The hybrid workplace is actually providing a significant amount of challenges for us as we move forward as well. 
Why is that? I mean, all the experts are talking about it. This seems to be what's going to happen and where the world is going. The challenge it creates for us, especially as business leaders and sellers, is by 2025, 40% or more of the workplace could work remotely from their home one to three days a week. Currently, now the statistics on this were going to change on basically a weekly basis as companies still try to figure it out. But 70% of companies currently report switching to a hybrid model. Well, what does that mean? Our customers aren't in the office. They're not going to be where we can go meet with them in person. The A&D community is not in the office. They're working remotely. So the hybrid model presents all types of challenges for us as a seller of a product that supports the actual workplace. But the other thing that I'm going to tell you and that I truly believe in, and there are lots of information to support this, is what I call the 15 minutes of fame. It's very unfortunate right now that the design community and other influencers, it may take you four to six months to actually get a meeting with them. And once you do get a meeting with them, you realize that it's only 15 minutes. I really would ask you the question, how in the heck can we present who we are, what we do, the problems that we solve for our customers, the solutions that we offer, and our products in 15 minutes? We can't. The paradigm is shifting around us, and we have to be able to adapt to it. And that includes, unfortunately, again, libraries are going away. We hear this more and more. They're doing electronic libraries like MRL. Some of them aren't doing libraries at all. So the days, Mr. or, Mr. or Mrs. A&D rep, that you used to have the opportunity to walk into an A&D firm and say, I'm going to update your library. If they still have that library, you're going to have to have an appointment. But so you can't just walk in anymore and you can't lay out a tray of cookies anymore and hang out there for with your sack of business cards for an hour while you update waiting on people to come in and out and to see what kind of connections you can make. That opportunity is significantly limited moving forward. These are the reasons why digital marketing is so important. And it's why I want you to change your mindset. I want you to change your mindset to understand how do we find new customers today? We find new customers today by seeking to be found by them rather than continuing to seek them. Our industry has always been focused on outbound business development and finding new customers. It's time that we came into the digital age and provided information, tools, and resources so when they're looking, they can find us. Every other industry is doing this, some of them doing it really, really well. It is time for us to step up and do this. And how you would position the solutions that you offer to the problems that the customer has. And you do this without talking about your product. You focus on the solution first and the problems that you solve for them. And then you meet them where they are. Mentioned a few minutes ago where they are. They're hanging out on the internet, which is another reason why you need to start developing strategies to really drive your sales and marketing efforts to get customers to you. Change your mindset and then get into these strategies, these five strategies that I'm about to show you. But I want you to be sure you're taking some notes. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of the Trend Report Podcast. I'm glad that you're here. 
and I hope that you got some amazing value out of today's conversation. For more about our podcast and this episode and our other episodes, please visit my website at sidmeadows.com. We look forward to seeing you next week and go out there and make today great.